It is time to expand minds through movies, TV, sports, and flicks. It is time to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. It is time for the Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain, the Captain Talk, Talk Licks. 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 Welcome to the Captain Talks Licks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez, aka Mr. Love, and this is where we talk flicks. I welcome the podcast, podcast where me, the Captain, talks about movies, TV, sports, flicks, anything you see on my screen. I like to get in and give my unique perspective, because after... 47 years of being on planet Earth, I've developed a new perspective on these movies, TV, sports, and flicks, and let's get out of time about it. Because just maybe, just maybe you care. And according to the stats, it looks like you do care. I want to give a big shout out to Wake Forest, North Carolina. Got some plays over in Wake Forest this past week. Gracias, gratitude, daughter of And Wake Forest. Anytime I see your city, I always think of the NCAA tournament. Because there's been a bunch of times I'm watching a tournament. It's like, oh, there's Wake Forest. Oh, Wake Forest. Wake Forest. It seems like you guys are always in the tournament. Maybe it's not true, but it seems that way. But anyways, when I think Wake Forest, I think the NCAA tournament. That's a good thing. It's a good thing to think. Like, man, we play basketball. We're good at basketball. So, anyways, thanks for listening. Can I gratitude? And just FYI, back in the day, I went to school to be radio DJ. But never got a job. I think I never got a job. Because I just didn't have the discipline. If I would have had more discipline. That would enable me to become a radio DJ. But I didn't. And that's how I became the greatest podcaster in the Matrix. Some to debate might be true, might not be true. But I said it on the internet. So it's got to be true, right? Because everything on the internet is... Facts, not facts, true, false, propaganda, fake news, the Matrix. AI, technology, chat, GPT, internet, search, I don't know. I didn't make the internet. Ask the people that made the internet. So when you're online, just be aware, just watch out. And it was a good rambler all day, but it won't. Let's get ready to podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, do you love coffee? I love coffee. I have coffee every morning, freshly brewed. But you know what? When you drink coffee, kind of got to drink it out of a mug. So if you love coffee like I love coffee, and drink coffees out mugs like I do, we got a mug for you over the existing fiction sales store that says, I love coffee. So express your love for coffee with this finely crafted mug that says, I love coffee. So if you want that mug, I'll put a link to the existing fiction sales store and you can get a mug that says, I love coffee. So check it out. Put the link below. Now, let's get on with the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm back again. And this time the temperatures are warm. It's been like 60, 70 degrees all week. Believe it or not, there was a little bit of sweat. Yeah, sweat. It's unbelievable because it was very cold before and now there's sweat. Sweat just a little bit. And I welcome the sweat. It's like, yeah, it's been a nice cold winter. I've been wet and cold. Numb fingers, numb body, wet body. It's nice to be warm for once. <laughs> I spent a lot of days in the winter outside cold. It's, it's real. It happened. The way my life was going just kind of worked out that way. It's not a complaint. There's no complaint. I'm just stating this is what went down. So now after feeling the cold and the numbness, now it's time for the heat, baby. Let's get that heat. Heat is here. So it's yes, the heat is here. 
Yep, and it's time to podcast again. And before I get into the greatest sci-fi franchise on planet Earth, I want to talk about one thing that I was just experiencing here recently. Uh, before I got on the podcast, I was on the phone, and I was on the internet, and I was exploring ChatGPT. I was exploring AI. I was asking questions, exploring the AI, just, just messing with it, like seeing what this ChatGPT, what this AI can do. I'll tell you this, it's absolutely amazing. Now, messing with this AI ChatGPT for a small moment of time, all of a sudden what came to my mind was like, bro, you know where this goes, bro. You know possible outcomes of this. You've watched TV for 40 some years, bro. You've seen the movies, you've seen the TV series, like yeah, you know what's possible. And after examining this chat GPT, I am like bro, yeah, I could see it going there, like straight up. The Matrix, The Terminator, Star Trek, 2001 Space Odyssey, you've seen them, you've seen the possibilities. And I'll be honest, for messing with this AI, I'm like bro, I could see it going there, this is, that means to be real about it. In the movie The Terminator, right, The Term you see The Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger from like 1984, there's a couple scenes in there where like, the Terminator mimics a voice. And when I first seen that back then, I'm like, yeah, that's like impossible. Like, they couldn't do that. How are they doing that? But now, currently in 2023, you got AI making like rap songs of your favorite rappers in their voice. Sounds just like them. I was listening to a podcast by Seth Golden like last week, and he did an entire podcast made by AI. I, he didn't reveal it to the end. I couldn't even tell it wasn't him. Like, it sounded just like him. Whole podcast, all AI. So in the last like month, I've been hearing all these famous people, people that do audio, like music and podcasts, and they've been created by AI, and I couldn't tell the difference. And so in that scene of Terminator, you know, Terminator's like mimicking the voice of these people. Like, that's happening now. Like, so just the, the possibilities of where this AI can go is, I was thinking this today, like, if someone takes this tech and like weaponizes it, right? They weaponize us like the uh, like the, the the possibilities of this. It's, it's craziness. There's so much craziness that could happen from this. And I was just reading today that some people are concerned about that. Like, yeah, I totally understand that. As someone that spends time thinking about all types of different ways things can be done and used, I'm like, there's a lot of bad ways this thing could be used. So, so one additional thing too, like on a long enough timeline, I imagine that this this AI technology could recreate and mass produce all of the media that you consume on a regular basis you could see it it would not be able to tell a difference i don't know how long it would take to get there but i had postulated that you know, for like a cut like maybe 100 episodes ago that what if there was some sophisticated ai computer system that could create everything video audio pictures flawlessly and you could not tell the difference so for all you know all the feed I looked at today on my computer and my phone, like in the future, could have all been generated by AI and I wouldn't know the difference. I couldn't tell. Like, those are real people. They look like real people to me. Those are real songs. Those are real voices. All computer generated, right? Like, just imagine that. Like, there's so many ways that that could be used in a negative way. So, after using that chat thing today, I'm like, bro, they got to put a rain on this, like, right now, bro, because this, oh, this could get it out of control real quick. Uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 3, I think it was 3, maybe it was 2 or 3, I think maybe it was 2. They kind of dealt with that. In Discovery, there was like a, 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 a the Section 31 AI technology that's got out of control. And they would cause, cause the Federation many problems. 
right? That, I mean, I can see it going in. But to, but to spin this and end this in a positive, um, it was very good at answering the question I had. I spent a lot of time thinking about things and thinking about interesting questions about just tons of subjects. Now just going in there, like asking all these questions and the response and the answers like, eh, pretty good. I was pretty, I was pretty, pretty impressed by the way they answered some of these questions. I'm not just asking like random, like simple questions like, you know, you know, what is peanut butter made out of or something like that. I'm asking sophisticated, complex questions. They were able to answer it in a very intelligent way. I was very impressed. So anyways, I was messing with AI today, thinking about AI today. I thought I'd put it in a podcast because like AI entertainment and the future is probably going to blend together or something. I don't know. I just thought I'd talk about it. It is something you can see on the screen. I use it on a computer screen on the phone. So yeah. So anyways, AI, baby. I, I highly recommend it. If you haven't messed with it, use it. Check it out. It's fun to play with. It's a nice toy to play with too. Like just play with your board. Just ask it questions. All types of crazy questions. <laughs> so anyways, I messed with AI. But now to the fun parts. Now to the juicy stuff. Now we boldly going where no podcast has gone before. And we're going to talk about my favorite sci-fi franchise in the universe. And I'm talking about the one and the only. Star Trek. If you've been here before, you knew it was time. You knew it was time to talk about Picard. Because every Sunday for the last nine Sundays. Is it nine? I think nine Sundays. This is the ninth Sunday. I've talked about Star Trek Picard. So we can continue to go there. But real quick, before I get into that, a couple things. First of all, there will be spoilers. And second of all, I do own some shares in the parent company of Star Trek. Just wanted to be clear and transparent to let you know that. So now that I've told you that, let's get into Starship Picard, Vox. So I'm not going to talk about what happened in the episode. I'm skipping to one moment to the very end. I got to go there right now because this was like been on my mind since I saw the episode. This moment, this the sequence of events at the end was like, the best part of the whole series. I was tearing up. I was emotional. I was I was feeling like I was 20 years old again. I was happy. I felt like a kid. I felt positive. I felt good. It just brought joy to my heart. It made me thinking like, man, I remember how much I love Star Trek The Next Generation. I love that show now and I love it then. Just something about that show when I was in my 20s. It just hit me differently than anything else I was watching. So uh, when I was real quick, when I was a young man, there's a handful of things that impact me pretty heavily. And Star Trek Next Generation was one of them, right? I've, I've seen a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows over many years. And, you know, Star Trek The Next Generation, just something about it. I don't know what it is. It has some magic there. It just connected with me. And when I was in my 20s, I probably wasn't the demographic they were looking to reach. Be honest, that my lifestyle, the way I was just, I wouldn't think that I'd be a Star Trek fan. But some people that I would talk to, like, you like Star Trek? Yeah, I do. They're like, really? You don't seem like it. Because it I don't know. Just, it just connected with me. It's just something about it. So anyways, in the final moments of Star Trek, Picard, Fox, we got to see a restored version of the Enterprise from the next generation, right? George the Forge spent his time, I think he said 20 years, fixing it up, restoring it, bringing it back, making it pristine. You know, the way you, you fix up a classic car, he fixed up a classic starship, spaceship. Yeah, restored version of the Enterprise. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. Awesome. Wonderful. Magnificent. Nostalgia. Feels. Loved it. I mean, as soon as I seen it, man, like, 
That made tears. I'm being real. I'm telling you, it sounds crazy that I would tear up over a TV show. It sounds absolutely crazy, madness. Like, bro, you're such a nerd. Why would you do that? I'm just telling you, bro. Something about that show connect me. I don't know what it is. Something about it. I can't explain it. I don't know the answer to it. I'm not any kind of ologist. I can't tell you. I'm not a psychologist, a sociologist to get out. I don't know. All I know is seeing that ship made me tear up. But wait, there's more. There's more. Then they went on the bridge of the Enterprise from the Next Generation TV show. Then they went on the bridge. The older versions went on the bridge. And they all sat in their seats where they used to sit at. And they, they talked and they had a little conversation about it. Just seeing them on the bridge of the Enterprise. Tears, man. Like, like Sarah feels tears, happiness, joy. My Thursday was absolutely magnificent Thursday night. Seeing them on the bridge of the Enterprise, just like, I can't, I was tearing up. I was emotionally compromised. Everybody's been talking about emotionally compromised all week. Yeah, I was there, bro. It was just, it was just, it was powerful. I'm not the only one feeling that either. I was online, a lot of other people feeling that. Something about that show, it, it had the magic. It's just like the other one, the 60s, like the, the TOS is the same way. Something about those two shows, they just connect. It's just such well done television. I wasn't going to go into something different about the 25 year olds being assimilated and the older people not. Because there's a whole rabbit hole of thought I could go into that. And I, and I could do that, but I just can't. I was too overpowered by the nostalgia of the Enterprise, seeing it, and then being on the bridge and feeling like I was a kid again. And just, just having so much joy for it. It's so crazy. I'm kind of emotional right now just thinking about it. It's absolutely madness. I've, I've said in these podcasts before, the character of Jean Le Picard had a significant impact on me. Like, seriously. He modeled behavior that I aspired to be. In that moment back in the day, I wasn't living up to that. I was not. I was not. But, but, I, but even at that age, I looked at it and saw that that's a noble way to be. Even I wasn't living it, I was like, yeah, I, I could see myself being there. I like to think as a 47-year-old dude, a lot of those values and the way I saw Picard, I've embodied them on some level. Also, additionally, I am now the age of what Jean-Luc Picard was when he was on the Enterprise. So back when he was on The Next Generation, he was on the Enterprise, I am now the same age as him. I believe now I finally have became way more like Jean-Luc Picard. It took me time to get here. And one additional thing, in Picard's life, when he was a young man, like 20-something like I was when I was watching him, He's a wild guy. Watch Next Generation, you'll see it. There's many stories where they talk about how he was a young guy. And he's a little bit wild, right? He just comes with the territory. Being young is a little wild, a little untamed, right? It's part of it. When he became older, 47, he was a noble Picard we knew. And now I'm 47 and I strive to be more like that. It took a while to get here, but we are now here. I love the character so much. And if, you, if you've seen my social media, you're probably well aware of that. If you've seen my post, you're probably well aware of it. I post about Picard multiple times over multiple social media channels. I talk about him all the time. I talk about him in real life. I've talked about Star Trek a million times. When I go places, it's just, it's just, he's everywhere. Like he just, he's just been a big part of my life for so long. I need to see him back on the bridge with the rest of the Enterprise crew. You know, 20 some years later, in 2023, and that bridge that I'd watch like every night after after work or after school. I'd be at home like 7, 7.30, be on syndication, reruns. I watch those episodes over and over again. 
I've seen, I've seen them so much. I, I watched them so many times, so many episodes over and over. I just keep watching them. They were absolutely fantastic. They started today. It just, I, there was many other options to watch them too, but now we'll just watch it. I kept watching them. Star Trek Next Generation Syndication. I think it was 7 o'clock. I can't remember what channel it was. But over, just kept, it just, just, it just was like what I did at night. Get back at that. I went to college, school, whatever, and I was watching it. And watching Picard, my TV dad, doing the, making the right choice, doing the right things, being a positive role model. So awesome. I love Shalu Picard. I love Star Trek so much. I've talked about it a million times in this podcast. I feel that Star Trek, the TV series, all the series, has had a major positive impact on my life and life choices. I know it sounds crazy. I know it's just a TV show. But like I say in these podcasts over and over again, what you look at, what you watch, what you think about is shaping your reality, right? TV shows are shaping your reality. Books you read are shaping your reality. YouTube videos are shaping your reality. The language you talk is shaping your reality, right? The people you surround yourself are shaping your reality. So I watched Charles Picard over and over again for years, 7 o'clock, shaping my reality. I'm watching now shape my reality. Everything you consume is shaping your reality. So yeah, when I say that uh, my TV dad, Sean Picard, had a big impact, yeah. Because all that media we consume is shaping our reality. And they wrote Star Trek and Charlotte Picard in such a way that I feel it had a positive impact on my life, life to this day. All the track. It's written so well. There's lessons to be learned I've talked about over and over again. I just love the show. And we got one more episode, and Picard is done, and this might be the last run of the Enterprise. D, I'll be honest, it's the way they're going out. It's beautiful. It's lovely. I love the show. I've been a fan for so, so long. Everyone that knows me now knows this. People that knew me back in the day know this. That has not changed. I've changed a lot in 47 years. A lot. My interests, tastes, likes, what I do on a daily basis has changed significantly. My love for Trek has not. It goes back to probably like maybe 91, 90. Even long, even, 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 you know, even, even further back than that. Because when I was a kid, I was watching the cartoon like on Nickelodeon, the animated series. So, yeah, it goes, I'll say it goes back to childhood. Right? But I've always loved Trek. It's fantastic. It was just good to see that 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 enterprise once again. I love it so much. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm a little emotional this this, this episode because it just it was very powerful. But thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. And until next time, we'll see. Give yourself something to work toward constantly. Mary K. Ash. Until next time, it's Captain Peace. The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks.